title was, What Can We Do to Try to Connect uh, the Cholesterol Step by Step? Meaning, can we think of any way how we can engage in this uh, great holy work of Aaron Akayim, which uh, Hillel uh, directs us to try to do? It says, Be among the Tlamidim of Aaron, whose entire Iker mission, responsibility, Madrega, was in uniting Kalisro to become Am Echad. So, of course, we cannot unite the entire Kalisro as far as we could see offhand, but uh, perhaps we could do something. One person at a time. So if you have any uh, ideas, any thoughts on that, um, I'm definitely eager to hear. I don't, I don't, um, I'm not sure, what do you mean, be, be like, like a Talmud of our own, like what is... I'm saying, you're just saying in general, we should be nice and I shall and other shall and try to figure out how we lie to people for the sake of peace. Like, or you just want to like, we should just be a vacation for that. Like, I'm just not sure exactly which angle you're coming from. Well, I, I, again, I'm, I, I'm understanding it. Uh, maybe it really wasn't clear enough in the past or even now um, that it's a much broader concept than just um, trying to negotiate between people that are engaged in a bit of conflict and trying to resolve that and sort of quiet that down. Morales is talking about um, Aaron Akain's entire Iker Madrega was to unite Klausrol Adshiyu Am Echad. Another place used the Lushan Lake Echad Legamri, totally one heart, real true oneness, tremendous maximum actus possible. So it's a very powerful concept. We have this concept in many places, but the morale describing it as the direct mission and true spiritual involvement of Aaron which the Tana Hillel is directing us is exhorting us to follow, to emulate, to such a degree as to be worthy of being entitled with the great, glorious title of a student of Aaron, a follower of Aaron. That's where the morale understands it, quite a, a uh, honorable title. Can we just analyze for a second, well, just, just the two of us, let's just analyze for a second here. Hillel, according to the according to the altar, Hillel, the reason why he acted like he acted was he felt that you should you're supposed to act in a, in a in a way that uh, I don't remember the exact lushan that the that the altar brings down, but uh, but he says like the chilek was shamai was a cop and Hillel was not. And that's the betrayal. That's right, not, right, right, not, not, not the altar. Right, right, you're right. Yeah. And, and so, but these are obviously the Al Regalachas is talking about a guy, not talking about a yid. But there are other stories. The bathhouse is also a guy. Is that the same thing, the same story? Um, no, that's uh, Hillel his Talmudin. So, so, meaning at some point, like, how does it manifest? He holds you should be like our own. But it's only in terms of getting together two people who are machlokasing, and no. not in your own individual no. interactions with no, somebody else. Not if you're not machlokasing with them. But I don't know. I don't, I'm meaning, I would think with with if you're trying to just spread Abbas Yisrael, you should just be completely easy and be like the the Ayav Yisrael from Opt, the Opt the Rebbe. You know, you should act in a way that everybody's awesome, love everybody, and something uh, very far from me. But okay. it's, not, it's not the same thing as a proactive two people are fighting and you're trying to put them together. I don't see that as the same nikuda of the Mida. Okay, very good. That's a, that's a very good point. I think it's Kedai to 
sort of focus on that for a moment, just to, you know, even going back, understanding the morale a little better. Yoni, Yoni just came, if you want to join yes, him in, Yoni may just show up. Absolutely. Okay, I'll repeat the question. We're trying to understand the, the connection between, uh, that, that the Maharal himself does spell out, between the idea of, of a very widespread love for every Jew and good connection to every Jew, and the particular situation that the Mishnah even refers to, and the Mepharshim refers to, of Aaron Akayin's effort to make peace between people who are at war. It seems to be very different things. There's one kind of an effort of trying to calm down a hot war, getting people not to be at each other's, at each other's throat anymore, or be able to talk to each other when they're totally disconnected. And then there's the very beautiful, lofty level of having love for everyone and good connection to everyone, achtos with everyone. How are these two uh, aspects of Aaron Akhoyin really uh, um, essentially united? So uh, I think I could try to explain that a little bit based on what the Maral himself says, that um, it would seem that when the Mepharshim explained what Aaron Curry was doing, was that it's the, the, the effort to bring people back together, although it could involve many good practical and insightful um, aspects, of helping people try to see the other side and help them see that they also were not perfect and they could have contributed something to it and give them hope that things could be restored. But a critical ingredient that the Mepharshim talk about is the inner pain that somebody has when he's in conflict with another Jew that he may not be consciously really in touch with, but that the Neshama is experiencing. And Aaron Akhain's good connection with every Jew, that powerful love and connection that he had, is helping each Jew come more in touch with it himself come to realize himself a little bit more that this is not just a unique, special gift that Aaron Akkarian has. And Aaron Akkarian doesn't view it that way. and doesn't relate to it that way. He doesn't present it that way. He doesn't come and love each Jew because of his sitkus. He loves each Jew because he has that kind within him. And that's how they also will experience it. And that they will thereby realize that they have that within themselves and thereby realize somehow deep down that whatever they're fighting about is not worth the real inner pain that they're experiencing. Are you, the thing that they have inside themselves, you're saying, is ahava? Yes, that connection of one Jew to another really is there. And you know, allow me to mention at this point, because I think it's um, you know, sort of, apropos both to the original goal of tonight and going back to the last time that um, uh, one good suggestion that I heard from somebody in terms of uh, how to help people practically in this, in this area is to give people the belief that very often we tend to give up on a relationship. It's difficult, it's challenging and we just say like forget about it. If a person can realize that we have that power of connection within us deep down, it really is there. We don't have to create a Geshmiyayi. It's within every Jew. We do want it. Just there could be significant barriers. So that could help a person feel that it's worth making the effort that's required to overcome those barriers and get around those barriers. Somebody remarked to me recently that, you know, he tries to love all the Talmudim, but sometimes it's hard. There's some people that it's just very difficult. He's, you know, being very honest, very sincere. So I suggested to look at the morale where he talks about how the reason why we get more schar for a more difficult mitzvah is overcoming the barrier 
is what brings us really closer to Hashem. And he says there also to another person. So sometimes the fact that it's harder is the sort of cause and the end result that there could be even a better connection or a more meaningful connection. This is something that I was able to achieve despite the challenges. But it needs a lot of encouragement and needs a lot of belief that that inner koach of connectedness is there. So if we could believe it, as the Torah teaches us, and when somebody like Aaron represents it, so we, we get in touch with it. This is what I think morale means, that if Aaron didn't have that ava, how could he bring them together? Because that's what he's largely doing, is giving them an experience where they are sensing that they have this, look, he has it towards them, they have it towards him. What's that made out of? Not just like some kind of special, you know, special gift he has, special manipulation, special powers. This is, Aaron is what a Yid is really supposed to be. Just, you know, okay, he has it, he has the fullness of, the fullness of that level. He has it to every Jew, he has it in a very strong degree, but it's, it's, it's showing us, it's helping us to get in touch with that inner Korach that we have that could help a person realize that the Machlokas is really, really killing him deep down. It's really bad. It's really not Kedai. And um, believe that it's worth the effort to overcome those perhaps very valid barriers and make the connection as much as possible. How does that sound so far? Um, uh, seriously? Of course, seriously. This is a very serious uh, operation. Oh, well, Hillel definitely looks serious, that's for sure. But uh, I, I don't... I, um, I don't know how, not arguing the morale, but like any feeling of arvos, achva, I don't know what exactly you're describing. Yes. I, I'm like, I have a, a hard time even believing that that would exist between one person and the next, as opposed to a general, we're both part of Claudius' role. And we have a connection through that, which is more of an arvist, I think. We have, we're both part of class. Well, not that there's a direct connection between me and the next guy, but we're both part of the tribe. And we are, Yes, we have innate connection, yes. I just don't, I mean, to go, if you would think about anybody's having machlokas between somebody else, and you could say to him two things. Either you could say to him what you just said, or you could say... What, let's say what Shlemy was saying last week a little bit, that look at you, you really, your neshama doesn't want this, don't be like, there's no reason for you to have this machlekes, this is not you, nothing to do with the next guy, nothing to do with the guy you're having machlekes with. You intrinsically should not be having machlekes because you are better than that. Uh, to me, the latter is so much more of a compelling argument than oh, well, you guys have a connection that you totally don't feel and he stabbed you in the back and stole your business and ran off your cattle and, you know, the rest of the sob story. I just, I don't, I, I just, I'm not, I know I'm not the most uh, personable, friendly person all the time. I mean, you're talking about concepts that are so foreign to me. Um, and I don't think okay, it's hear- my abrasive nature. I, I hear, so we don't, there's, there's no really need for, you know, to try to like debate this because we really can't know until it's Nigel Maisa. But it's Kedai sort of keep it in our back pockets that there might be situations, sometimes Machlokas takes place with people that are really are very closely related to each other, unfortunately. Um, I read an article in, in the in Mishpacha recently about Yid from Yerushalayim. Um, I think his name was Shloim Cheshen. He had a special kayak and bring people together. He told one story about two brothers that hadn't spoken to each other for 20 years. He was able to bring them back together again. So 
it's kedai to sort of keep it in, in the back of our mind if this could help us or somebody else. But um, that's only really in terms of explaining the Mishnah of how it is that um, this is correlated in terms of Aaron Akain. And when Aaron Akain is doing it, somebody who has tremendous Ava, so there maybe we could see how he could help him you know, get in touch with it a little bit and believe that, yeah, that he could do it too. Who knows, you know. Okay, you're asking that the Tana is trying to tell us to reach for that. Okay, we could, we could try to reach for that at least partially. We cannot, you know, imagine for ourselves to reach the level of Abayar Levine, you know, in one enormous jump. Alvai to take one good step in that direction. And that's really what we're trying to focus on tonight, is what good steps in that direction are available to us. Is there, are there life situations where we could employ this concept or could try to acquire this concept? Of course, it goes without saying that any situation of where you could be good and kind and respectful to another person is going to be relevant to this. So that's, that's understood. But all those things could also be done without a sense of, of achdus, just, okay, he's a human being, I respect for him, I have recognition of his innate value, and I want to be kind, be respectful, be helpful, etc. But is there unique situations or some component that could be added that we could see that's available to us to be able to get in touch with this concept of uh, the very special kayak of Achtus that exists in the innate being of Claudius. So I was hoping that um, there'll be enough time between the email and this uh, getting together of people to have a chance to think about it and uh, come up with some good ideas. But uh, it's not a demand. That's only a very sincere invitation. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, that's a good start. Where you started, like, <laughs> like being uh, being kind and and respectful and and recognizing that other people are valuable. That's a very, that's no, a very good start. Absolutely. My my question to you is: Is there a way to do it? Um, in a way that's uniquely connective as opposed to how you would do it even to a total stranger or even to someone who's not Jewish who you also have respect as a human being and of course we want to represent Kalisrol properly and lead us of Hashem properly it's supposed to be yeah, but we don't have a special oneness with the other nations of the world. We only have it with Kalisrael. Only Kalisrael are our brothers and sisters. So is there anything available to us to help to be mechazik this, to get in touch with this, to actualize this in our daily life? Okay, so um, I'll share a few thoughts that came to my mind. And, you know, we'll see where it takes us just as a start. So one, one thought that came to my mind was, if there's somebody that um, you once uh, had some connection with but haven't spoken to for a while, just call them up for no reason whatsoever. And don't be held back by the fact that how can I call him? I haven't spoken to him in such a long time. You could say, I'm calling you to Mikhail the Mitzvah, the Mishnah of Avevi Tamilo Shal'al. Just to connect, just to get in touch, just hear how you're doing. And not allow the fact that it's been a while. You gotta mute yourself. And not the, not the fact that it's been, it's been a while of being 
um, prevention to that. Um, I'll, I'll keep going, uh, and anytime you want to jump in to agree or disagree, you know, you're welcome. Um, another I thought think that's I, just weird. Yeah? Yeah, I'd rather say hello to my wife and then be me, tell me the hour, shall I call Oh, this, this, is not meant to, this is not meant to, um, this allows saying hello to your wife. Perfect. Which is, but, but, but just imagine how that person will feel when you reach out, just hear how he's doing, um, just because. Imagine if somebody would do it for you. How would it make you feel? Can you say that one more time? I said, imagine how that person would feel when you call them, and when they ask you why you call, you're saying just because we haven't spoken for a while. I just want to um, hear how you're doing. I just want to share with you a great vart that I heard last week, etc., etc. I don't know if I'd be at the receiving end of that call, it wouldn't change my day. Okay, um, that's valid. But so, so for different people are different. If you want to call me like that, I'll take it anytime. <laughs> and um, you don't know how the other person will react until you try it. You know, so um, I would say that it's worth experimenting. And you know, if they if, if they say this really was weird, don't call me again. You say sorry, buddy. You know, I no offense intended, <laughs> but I don't think there'll be any harm done. No, it's it's not. Once you break the ice, then it works. Until you break the ice, it's very awkward. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard. I, I'm just like, I'm not looking at it as like a, you know, cute thing. It's not just like a cute takhbula, how to get to call that person who never is desperately in need. I'm looking at it as like a very sincere, real thing. This is what members of Israel should really do for each other in a reasonable way. Of course, we have tremendous responsibilities. We're busy, but every once in a while you're in the car and you're scrolling through your phone and you see a name of somebody who you really don't know why you haven't spoken to him in such a long time. Just do it. I think it's worth a try, see what happens. Okay, let's move on. Um, another thought that came to mind was, when you're in position to help another person, to try to do it, with the mindset of like a teammate. Because naturally people are somewhat uncomfortable receiving help in, in various life situations. But if our attitude is, hey, we're in this together. We gotta be there for each other. That's, you know, it's the only way to live. So, you know, I don't feel like I'm putting myself out for you. I'm feeling like this is how we gotta do it. We gotta be there for each other. And it's my pleasure, it's my privilege. It's the only way to live. Then, of course, that's a powerful way of actualizing this concept. And it does make it much easier on the recipient. But of course, you have to actually feel it and believe it. But I don't think it's so hard. Um, a good barometer would be if we'll even do something for somebody that without this concept, we might be hesitant in terms of like, maybe I'm like intruding into his life too much, you know, like, I don't want to start giving examples, but you could try to think of things where there is a place to try to help somebody, but like, who am I? Like, where, how is it my place? Is he going to feel like I'm getting like too involved in like, you know, give him a space. But if I'm a teammate, so if somebody misses the play, of course, you pick him up and you try to help him out. And if you do it that kind of way, he doesn't feel like you're, you know, criticizing him, putting him down, intruding into his space. He'll feel like, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> I was really, that, was really, that was really thoughtful of you. I really appreciate that. And you can just say to him, no problem, pass it on. And you never know what. You could start. And maybe in a similar way, on the flip side, 
when we are in the position of needing help of another person, that's a valid need, and very often we're hesitant, you know, you don't want to sort of be imposing, but you feel uncomfortable having to be the recipient, so to speak. But if you know that, okay, that's how Hashem made the world, that we should be there, and, that, and that's how this is accomplished. So it could be easier for me to reach out and ask for help that I really do need if I believe that the other person could do it in this kind of way. If I'm turning to him, not just, you know, because I'm desperate, but because, okay, here's a situation where somebody else could have a turn to be there for somebody. They're happy to do it. I can, I can give them the, the, the best benefit of the doubt that they're glad to, to, to want to be helpful because they also have this sense, either, you know, more on the surface, less on the surface. So then I'll be more comfortable receiving the help that I truly need, not be feeling like, you know, I'm bothering somebody, etc. That's how you that that's how a team functions. Okay. Uh, moving Unless right you, along. You want to go on with your examples? I just no, no, no. I'm yeah. I'm open to any any and all reaction. No, it's not a reaction. I just when the, what you were saying in the beginning that it goes without saying. Uh, treating people with respect and things like that. Um, and I thought that that uh, that was a good start also. But I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's like so necessarily so clear to people like when they see other people to think of them as as people with value. Like I don't I don't mean like just being nice and smiling at people. I just mean usually we we live in like our subjective experience. We basically see ourselves, and um, and you know you want to be a nice person. You're a nice person if you know you're you're pleasant to be around. Is one thing, but like, but um, to like see value in other people and to want to treat them nicely because of that, and not just because you're being nice, because some like you see something. Uh, like special in them or or they you know they're like interesting and unique or valuable yada yada so like that way of of being nice to people is not necessarily as um common and oh i did not mean to say that it's common or easy okay no but but maybe there is an interconnection because this concept of a true oneness of Yisrael is a very deep, spiritual, powerful concept. It goes hand in hand with, as really based on the connection with Hashem. Where is, where is this coming from? That we have a oneness. It's only because the Hebrew gives it to us to be his Am. Gives us that Indian Ruchni as ultimately stemming from our connection with Hashem. We are the Am Hashem. So it's founded upon the most powerful, highest level uh, spiritual definition of a person. So if we can conceptualize the concept of oneness of Kalashal, of its true nature, then that is immediately putting the person, the other person, on the highest possible pedestal. Okay, and that and that way. Of but at but it, in addition to that, in addition to being on the highest level, he is also uh, most powerfully connected to me. We are one. 
just in, in, my, in my thinking, unless you're talking about people who are like good friends and like able to let their guard down with each other and like, you know, be themselves with each other. When you're talking about um, like being good to a random person, I don't, not random, whatever, but someone that you're not like, you wouldn't hang out with necessarily. So somehow like the connection um, motivation, at least in my mind, feels less like something that would be compelling than like just seeing them as a valuable uh, person. Uh, like the connection thing is, it's kind of like more vague for me unless it's someone that I'm actually like already uh, connected to, so to speak, as like a friend or someone I would want to spend time with or as opposed to like um, the more like that. the more like vague like cholesterol and we're I, I hear that I hear that in, in, in the I mean, that's just personal life. I don't but no no 100% in like in like real in terms of like real ongoing interaction that's probably true that to really feel it in the full sense um, you need to have other elements of a good relationship but there could be sometimes situations where I could choose whether to get involved or to stand back. You know, when I see something, do I say something or do I say, well, how is this my business? So if I, if I look at it like, come on, <laughs> we're supposed to be there for each other. We're a team. Then it becomes easier. like okay if somebody is missing something maybe no fault of their own that the teammates supposed to pick them up so then here I am and that doesn't necessarily like require a full-scale relationship with the person but sometimes it could it could spell a difference that could make a big difference I don't know. You hear? <laughs> okay. No, okay. How are we doing, everybody? Say, everybody? I'm just giving you the thumbs up because I think every time you unmute yourself, I think on the recording you become like in the center screen. So yeah. I could just give you a thumbs up and you get the same idea instead of like, you know, okay. <laughs> for posterity, me being in the center. <laughs> All right. I'll see you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. You know, you, but, but in a sense, I do agree with you. The, the, the primary point that um, this is like a second step in a certain sense in most situations. The first basic step would be, right, cover Adam, recognize the person, his own innate value, absolutely. And this is like, you know, an added, you know, very beautiful, very great, very powerful, but it's like an added, like it's like taking it to a higher level. I, I essentially I support your your point in that regard. Now I wasn't coming to take that first step for granted, but just looking for you know ways that are available to us to also use this quote unquote second step. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, I want to try something that's maybe a little more complex, but very close to my heart, nevertheless. Um, I think there could be a not uncommon life situation, which we've touched on in the, in the past, um, some of these ideas. Um, that is a good example where this principle uh, can be utilized and can be hopefully. Uh, strengthened and acquired to some degree. I think if we approach any situation in life where we're having a conversation that's of a meaningful nature, whether it's learning Torah, whether it's dealing with life situations, whether it's the shkaf of the Torah, which means the Torah's application to life, If we take the approach of 
truly being eager and really wanting to gain some new insight, some better understanding in that topic, which could come directly from the other person or could come about through that interaction. So then there are a lot of elements involved that help this concept of bringing us together. Because, most simply, if I'm truly listening to hear the other person's ideas, feelings about something, so then I'm really coming to get to know the other person better. I'm getting to know their ideas. I'm getting to know their feelings. So that is a significant aspect of connection to the other person. The fact that I am truly open to hear and to learn something new, even something different than my own thinking from somebody else, that manifests a very real humility on my part. I'm willing and ready and eager to learn from anyone. That's based, that's founded upon the quality of humility that I do not see myself as superior and somehow not in need of what somebody else could potentially give to me. So that's removing a very significant barrier to connection to other people. As the Maram self spells out, Hillel, who was the great Anav, is almost teaching this concept because by contrast, someone who sees himself superior to other people, he's divorced, he's not with them, he's not connected, he's not united with them, he's above them. So removing that barrier to hearing, being able to sincerely listen and take in and want to understand what somebody is sharing with me is by definition a profound engaging in quality of humility which removes the barrier to connection. The fact that this honest exchange of ideas, the discussion, the back and forth is the process, the critical process whereby we can gain some greater, fuller understanding of that any given topic, even something that we studied many times and thought about a lot. There's always room and we're looking for a new discovery. And that comes about specifically and critically through that joint involvement. So that also is a powerful means of gaining that connection because this is a product of our doing it together. Something that I can get on my own. Whether it's something that I gain from the other person or it comes out through the discussion where I clarify my own ideas more, better, newer, differently, whatever it might be. But it's only through that joint involvement. So that's something that's being produced by the interaction of the two people. It's only through that, that process. So that is an aspect of connection. That's something that I can't get on my own. I only get it through our trying to do it together. And um, I think if we actually succeed in receiving something from somebody, or giving something to somebody, especially when it's done in this uh, kind of a uh, atmosphere of sincerity and humility. So then that itself makes a significant connection. I came to this understanding from the other person. They, they, they got it from me, or we got it together. So it's really one person's ideas that are becoming part of another person when they embrace it. So that's powerfully connected. As the Gemara Kedushin talks about, even, you know, when there's real conflict, 
creates greater Rava. Like the Rambam says, it's the two working together to reach Shlemus together, to reach the Taif together. It has to be through the two together. And um, just the mere involvement in something that they both consider of real value is, at least to some degree, enhancing their that value that they both share. There's something here that's worth that time and effort that they are engaged in together. So it's strengthening the shared value that they have. They both feel that this topic is important, that this understanding is important. So they're sharing that and they're strengthening that which connects them. And maybe uh, the last aspect of this, just to realize what's going on, is that I think to have the full real humility to really hear from another person, we need the concept of the oneness. Because that's the only real true manifestation of the, that's the only fullness of the humility is that that we are truly one. Otherwise, I'm still like prone to separate, better than, in competition with. The only way that I could really be fully receptive is when you have the humility that's coming from the real acceptance and embracing of the, of the true inner connection. Then there's no, there's no possibility of superiority. We are one Matthias. How can I one be superior than the other? They're one unit. They're one one hepsa, so to speak. One gavra. One one um. So then that's how I can really have the true humility that enables me to really hear and learn and accept from another person. So it's sort of like each one is causing the other. The humility enables me to listen that strengthens the connection and it's based on the connection so uh, okay I think that could be a, uh, a good life situation where we could try to focus on it and see if it's happening try to be aware of it try to use it out to its maximum And I guess, you know, going hand in hand with this, it means that we should try to let go of the um, approaches of life that are set up to pull us apart, like competition and criticism and judging people unfavorably for the sake of putting ourselves above them. If we could, you know, let go of the things that sort of separate us so we could discover a new source of good feeling and then we won't need those other methods as much as we might have before. Um, another thought that I had was that's when we are in, in situations when it comes to uh, real uh, sticker involvement that have to do with the tzibur, that are dependent on the tzibur. Like when we're daffening with a minion, we're saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu. We should try to sort of tap into that real, real true definition that we have. We're not davening um, to Hashem as an individual, and there happen to be nine people in the room that fulfill the requirements of a minion and check the box and now the tefillah gets accepted. No, we the minion, we the tzibur are davening to Hashem. There is a spiritual, spiritual entity of 10 Jews together 
that causes the Shekhinah to come. So we are part of that. That's a, that's a place where we could tap into that awareness. I am part of this tzibur. It helps the part of a tzibur that you really feel connected to. You can have that good feeling. I saw brought in the safe Erech HaPayim that you should daven with your friends daven. It's easier to uh, accomplish the mitzvah of your at the real result says is the Pesach for tefillah. But uh, can't limit it to that. But any situation that lends itself to that, we should definitely try to take hold of. I recommend anybody comes to Gigan Hills to Davin Hashi Venu, at least Friday night. It's a good feeling over there. Um, but like once again, it could be in any time or any place, but um, it needs some, some focus. And we are doing this as a unit, as a seaboard. And that could help to start to sort of absorb that concept of, of who and what we truly are. Okay, I think that's uh, the uh, extent of the ideas that I have on the topic. Anybody has anything to uh, share or to add is most welcome. Okay, all that's left is Hill to give a thumbs up. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure being together. And we're looking forward to... Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you hear me? Yes, go ahead. I hear you. Go ahead. Are you saying like are you saying this is the only way? Are you saying I mean when it comes to humility, it's a whole shar or a chasadik and that brings down mm-hmm. okay. this oneness, it's a connecting, like it sounds like you're saying this is the way to do it. Are you saying this is the, the main way to do it or um well it seems to Masul Sasharim that like this is like the like the the fullness of the accomplishment of it that I don't see myself superior as anybody else. Everything that I have is only a gift from, 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 from Hashem. I have to use it out and share it with those who need it. And he ends off with the marshal of a group of um, people that are charged with a uh, great uh, palace, tend to all the needs, that each one is doing their, their portion, their share, and there's no room for gaiva whatsoever. So I had the, the sense from there that what I was trying to say is that this is the fullness of that accomplishment that I see myself as part of, part of this large unit that is the cholesterol. But it would seem from the morale where he says that the that gaiba is the barrier to it, that the flip side would be that the fullness of the achievement of anava is through that concept of the oneness of a cholesterol. In the in the in the morale on an anova in the Siva Salem, you also see this idea there's some things there that are maybe a little bit a little bit lofty for us, but uh, it definitely seems to be brought out the idea that with Anova there's no barrier, there's no there's no disconnection, it's all one. The real essence of it is, I am fully connected, I'm fully integrated. And since this is true, so it would seem that this would be a very, I guess, full, most complete form of it. But I don't know if you could, if you could get to there, you know, as a starting point, but maybe it could help. Sometimes something that's really of a, of a very high-level nature could also help us even at a beginning point. There's something that we can understand, that we can utilize. You know, like when, when the Chavitz Chaim brings them um, Yishalmi by, by the Isra Vlasik and Vlasita, if, if a right hand by accident cut the left hand, or the left hand, you know, take the knife and cut the right hand. 
So, so too, Kal Yisrael should view themselves as one unit, not take Nekama one against the other. Now, of course, it's a very lofty concept of the oneness of Kal Yisrael, but still it's being utilized in Yerushalmi as the basis of why I shouldn't take Nekama. I could, I could utilize that concept to realize that we are really one. It's, 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 it's sort of like self-contradictory to try to lash out against a fellow Jew. I, I don't feel that. I don't feel that naturally. But at least the awareness of it could help me. The awareness of the principle could help me. So it could be, you know, both ends. It could be that in a given situation, this could help me to give up on the, the desire for superiority. I'd rather want to try to connect and see how that feels. And certainly as the ultimate goal, the ultimate high-end goal could be that real, true, complete achtus that, uh, that Hill is talking about, that Aaron Akoyim is accomplishing, that we are being sort of directed towards. Hope that makes sense. Only way to find out is if we try it and see what happens. It seems to be a recurring theme. Okay, and any and any reaction is welcome, including that that that, that makes sense. No, I hear that. I mean, I just like it says also in this. I think it was Sharm, When it comes to any meat, I think it by kina. So he says one of the you know why kina is so foolish is because like you can't take anything away from from your friend. You can't take anything away from you. Know, anything that's coming to him is it's also the best thing for him and not for you. Like. So these are tachpulas that I guess another will be the same thing. Like how could you, you know, in terms of connecting and, and working on competition, is that recognition and acknowledging like everything is, is from Hashem. And I, like it sounds like you're saying something much deeper and something much more than... Right, there's a different, there's a different, uh, very different concept. But of course, as a starting point, could be I need first to sort of calm down that uh, push that can come from my sense of superiority after first realize it's from Hashem. The ultimate is to realize that it's not Shaykh superiority. <laughs> the head can't be superior to the foot. The left hand can't be superior to the right hand. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to be doesn't want to be superior. It wants to be together. It doesn't want to be against itself. So I can't sense being against myself until I come in contact with the true definition of myself. The Torah is giving us that definition, but it's for us to try to connect to it. This is definitely not an easy task. But uh, it's definitely a worthwhile one. Right here. Right here. Okay. Okay. Okay, but sorry, this is the last chance. Okay, sorry, okay I have a question. I didn't see your chat. You didn't see the message. It's okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to know if, um, like, it, I mean, it's not it's not like in the deeper sense of our real connection to each other and other Jews, and maybe it's just something nice to have friends and uh, hang out with them and like like be able to be yourself with them. Maybe that just happens to feel good personally. Is there any connection between the two things or are they really just separate things? Like one thing is 
you know, one thing is like recognizing our real achdas as as Jews, and um, in the like the humility and we're not superior and we're all connected. Is that is that at all being fed when you're just having a good time with people? Not even necessarily like a crazy good time, just like being around people that that you like that make you feel good about yourself that let you like you feel like you could be yourself around them is that just a separate like human need which is great and it's awesome if you have that or do they relate to each other at all um my guess would be that both are true because we definitely see that in the non-jewish world what are the what are the ball players miss the most after they retire? For the most part, not the thrills. They miss the camaraderie. They miss the road trips together. So obviously, there's something good that goes on, even without the unique connection that Claudestrol has with one another. But it would seem reasonable that within the cholesterol there's a greater power, but very often it's sort of held back because we're not uh, comfortable enough to sort of let it, let it sort of come out a little bit. But when there are life situations or kind of a relating that allows it to somehow be felt a little bit, then um, it probably also contributes something. We could probably even sense it sometimes a little bit, although we can never know for sure. <laughs> but uh, I think that there could be times where, like, you have the sense, like, like this is something special. Here. There were Simchas Torahs at the shul that, like, there was something, there was something very good there. <laughs> So, you know, you can't, again, you can't know 100% for sure, but it makes sense because you're sharing something very powerful, very real. And when it's not prevented, so to speak, most, you know, the large part is sort of like held back. It's, 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 it's blocked. It's hard for us to get in touch with it. We don't have the life conditions that enable us to get in touch with it. That's why it's probably also a very good idea to look for those opportunities, for those occasions, for those activities, for those situations. You know, um, I'm not here to uh, advocate by any means to go to Uman, but what I did hear about it from somebody who was there, who was, whose experience I respect, was that the most powerful element of it was the sense of connection that could be felt. So, you know, that's one high-end example. But it doesn't have to be limited to that. So we need to try to, yeah, develop the capacity to have that feeling and to look for the situations that are conducive to it. And then again, see what happens. Like I say, we may never know for sure, 100%. We may not be able to prove to ourselves, oh, this is my neshama feeling, it's actless with the cholesterol. I don't know if we're able to, like, mamish put our finger on it. But, hey, let's take a look. Right, okay. <laughs> so, you know, okay. Right. I just, I just know that there are certain, yeah, I think, I think there's a difference between like realizing that something special is happening and just um, like being around people that, let's say like just in general, like being around people that make you feel 
uh, good about yourself. I like respect you. Um, like that, you know, like, like you. So, you know, that could just, maybe that's just like a personal need. Like it, you know, it feels nice. Um, it's not really necessary, but at the same time, when, when you're with someone like that, you're more comfortable to be able to let down your guard and like, let yourself be honest and like be seen. So even if it didn't start out as like a spiritual endeavor and it was more, so to speak, selfish, like I don't mean selfish in a bad way. Everyone needs it. I just mean, even if it started out because you just like the way this person, you know, makes you, you feel you, you like, you know, you hang out around with people that make you feel nice about yourself at the end of the day, if, if that allows you to, to like be more real with them, uh, like, is that itself a connection? Like letting your, I mean, it's, it's very like one-on-one maybe, or like in a group, it could happen also, but just like allowing yourself to be, to be like who you are, like be seen, like be real. So like, I don't, I don't know if that's been a shot, right. And you're, I don't know you could put a finger on it. Like you're saying, but yeah, no, no, you're you. saying good. You're saying good. It'd be so slot in a letter calls COVID. So goof is like Shlaini mentioned, you know, in, 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 in last Sunday. <coughs> there definitely is a very real human need for that. But then usually what winds up happening is that, is that the person on the on the receiving end or both people in that situation are able to be more more honest than they are in their regular life like there's less pretense there's less you know like cliche they're not just like being polite with each other so yeah are those things spiritual when you when you allow yourself to be honest with someone and then where you wouldn't necessarily be that way with someone else. Is that in itself called connecting with them? I would, think so. I would think so. I would think so. Because yeah. again, the, the, the morale is learning. This is the meat of Aaron, connecting cholesterol. Doesn't tell us how Aaron did it. Doesn't seem to be like, have any like specific limited ways. Right. You know, good, good, honest, open conversation, good kumzits, good rekud. <laughs> there may maybe a lot of ways. Right. No, I just I'm I'm like trying to put myself in the situation, and I'm I don't know if I exactly have a clear way to like delineate between the two things, but one thing feels more of like a like a high, not in a bad way, but like feeling like, oh, this is nice. Like we're all really connected. And a different thing is is more like just a personal thing, uh, which is like more toned down. It's more toned down, but it's, it definitely feels valuable to the, you know, to have it. And I, but, well, I'm, I guess I'm, I don't need an answer. I just, I'm trying to, I guess, figure out for myself if those two things, like one, you know, like everyone's at the CMS Shadas, so like everyone's like, we're all, you know, like you feel, you feel a powerful feeling. We're all saying Shema Yisrael after, you know, at the end of Yom Kippur or, or whatever it is, or we're dancing together. And and, and that and that does bring out a, a powerful feeling potentially, but like in a more like much more toned down way maybe just like when you like in a just like in a normal like a regular relationship between two people like i'm, I'm not i'm not asking you for like a hundred percent definitive you know like what, I, what, is, what it is. i'm just i just want to know like are those things related like is there I think, something you know, i think that's a very good point that's um we cannot you know limit this cannot be that it should be limited only to the more like euphoric type experiences which also have their place but it really ideally needs to be 
even of the much more subtle nature, it's a much broader nature. Right. Okay, I'll... Uh... Yeah. I mean, I don't, I guess it, it could be like, in a way it's an intellectual question. Cause like, I don't know if it matters to me in a practical sense, cause either way I'd like that. Meaning either way I'd like that for myself. I'd want to be around people like that. So it wouldn't be like my only motivation to do it would be so that I could be, you know, you tell me they are own, but I, I'm just, once it's on the table, I'm just trying to figure out for myself, like, is that also, but the, but the reason for that is because we tend to look at like things that are like ruchnis nature as like you know religion. The Torah is trying to show us what it is the true how class is supposed to be. What is supposed to be the nature of our existence, not to do stuff. Not do mitzvos, chat mitzvos, or to me they are own. This is have be this. <laughs> be a person like an ayah who says, My wife's foot hurts us. Who says, The Kalashal's foot hurts us. Kalashal's pain pains us. Kalashal's hatzlacha rejoices us. Be that. <laughs> now go take on the day. Okay, I think I'm. I think I'm good for now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> okay. Yes. Shukayach haboisai. Have a wonderful evening. Yes. Shukayach. Done. Done.